The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. So I have gone through a lot of revivals, a lot of healing services. I've been plopped, dropped, flopped, flipped, everything you, everything you can think of. And so healing service was the last thing I wanted to go to. After a devastating car crash, Delia Knox spent 22 years in a wheelchair. Then God performed a miracle in her life. The power of God came in that room in such a mighty way that I yes. immediately arose from that chair. book is in the bookstores, Living Amazed. And I'm going to tell you something. I want everyone in this studio, everyone watching all over the world, I want you to live amazed. And it really doesn't matter that I want it. It's what God wants. And it's what God makes possible. And, and I can promise you this. I'm James Robinson. My wife Betty and I married now 54 years right. and wonderful. You know, we have a few challenges. <laughs> but you helped us overcome. <laughs> now listen to me. You're going to see a miracle. You're going to hear about a miracle, as great as any, I think, that you read in the New Testament. Just amazing. Because God is the same. Mm. And you can live your life amazed. I hope that, uh, that you'll take that invitation from the Lord to receive His amazing grace and His fatherly guidance. We have a wonderful friend who lost his wife to cancer a few years ago. And then he lost his own life to cancer. But he had fellowship with a pastor that spoke so much life into him that Dan Cowart from Mobile, Alabama, who supported our ministry with his love and his prayers and his finances so faithfully. This pastor so blessed him that it, it's, a, it's just hard to imagine. And the pastor says that Dan blessed him also. He's in the Mobile, Alabama area. Delia and Bishop Levy Knox, would you welcome them to life today? I saw him dancing with you, and you were dancing like an angel, and you had been in the wheelchair, paralyzed, quadriplegic, how, how long, or paraplegic, how long? 22 and a half years. What happened to put you there? I was struck by a drunken driver. Mm. 22 and a half years, I was uh, confined to a wheelchair, living life as a paraplegic, mm. and God just uh, amazingly changed, transformed my life. I have to say that it was 22 and a half years of, of, of just hoping. Mm -hmm. But um, I have to say Bishop Levy Knox came into my life mm -hmm. uh, well into the middle of it. Uh, we were married nine years before the miraculous move of God in my life. Mm -hmm. It's been an amazing journey how God has brought Bishop Knox into my life because he has been teaching me the Word of God. And you have to understand, I was serving the Lord already, and so I have gone through a lot of revivals, a lot of healing services. I've been plopped, dropped, flopped, flipped, everything you, everything you can think of. And so healing service was the last thing I wanted to go to. Um, a healing, a miracle service is the last thing I would, I would try to stay away from those areas 
because I had gone through 22 years of such such altar calls. And, mm -hmm. and so when I married Bishop Knox, Bishop Knox says, I was at, well, he told me I would never have to live those experiences again. Our dear friend, Apostle John Kilpatrick, was in conversation with Bishop Knox, and Bishop shared a word to him over his life and shared a word. And, and Apostle John Kilpatrick asked him if he would share that that night at some special services he was having that evening. And so Bishop and I, I of course, went to support my husband. Mm. And when I went, lo and behold, they're having a healing revival. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> well, you got to understand, now you know, uh, if, if you know anything about John Kilpatrick, he, the Lord just, he has an anointing for revivals, you know, for the move of God. But if you would have told me I was going to a revival, I would have been probably like, oh, I don't think so. And so, but he, Bishop, when he brought the word forth that there was the winds of God were changing, that something that the God is blowing in, in a certain direction. Well, I'm there sitting there rooting my husband on, rooting him <laughs> on there. And, um, and then after he brings the word forth, the evangelist that went up, they introduced the evangelist, evangelist Nathan Morris, and he uh, comes up and then he says, Bishop, is this your wife? And of course, I'm sitting up front with him. And he begins to say, will you bring her forth? Well, here's this moment Bishop promised me I would never have to experience. <laughs> and I'm sitting there saying to myself, oh, Lord, here we go. And he goes, will you bring her forward? God's about to do something tonight. And I'm like, okay, oh, gosh, here we go. And so Bishop brought me forward. We both went forward, and he was standing right by my side. And I knew I could feel comfortable and insecure with my husband as my covering right there. And so as I stood, as I sat there and he stood right by my side, I sensed the spirit of God doing something so miraculously. Now, I have to say it was miraculous in that just, just prior to that, a child had come forth for healing. Mm -hmm. A parent brought a child over, a baby, an infant over for healing. And the Lord began to just melt my heart there for the healing of this baby. Mm -hmm. While I was sitting there in that moment right after that, Evangelist Nathan said, is this your wife, Bishop? Can you bring her forward? As he brought me forward, I went forward and I, my heart was already in the healing for that child. Mm -hmm. And so as I sat there, I sat there as he was praying, he, I, I was very, it was very, I was very careful with the words that he used over my life because if there's one thing I know, I want to know what you're praying over for me for. Sure. And so, and if you would have asked me back then, I, I lived my life where I got to the point where I said, anybody would come to me and ask me, can I pray for you for your healing? I would immediately respond with, well, what makes you think I'm sick? Mm -hmm. And um, because I, I didn't want to go through what they saw through their, because I was in my wheelchair, but I was serving the Lord. Mm -hmm. I believed in God, believed in the mighty power of God. I would worship. I would lead worship in my wheelchair. I would do so much. And, 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 and so when somebody tells me they want to, pray for my so healing. I, I didn't fact, want to yeah. be flopped, flopped, and trop yeah. and all that. Now, you know, it's like, yes, I had accepted that just, just about mm -hmm. because I was sitting there and I was like, well, what are you going to pray healing for? What exactly makes you think I'm sick? Now, 
Evangelist Nathan Morris never asked that, but he said something very particular in his in his mess in his uh, prayer. He said, "Let faith arise in this woman of God." Now, being married to Bishop Knox, you have to know that he is a man of the word, and he had been just. I, I, he had been preaching the word and teaching the word on a special series at that time since 2007. He had been teaching the revelation of the I am. Very incredible revelation. And as he would teach that to me, and, and, and I would glean from that, he would teach and he would say, you have to move from the 11th chapter of faith in the 11th chapter of Hebrews to 12th grade faith. Now, to me, that didn't mean much. And so I'm sitting there like, I don't know what you mean. He goes, well, you got to move. You got to graduate to the 12th grade. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay. <laughs> but that night, as I'm sitting there, all I could think of is, is the words that were coming forth, those words that were coming forth in prayer, let faith arise in this woman of God. I sat there and immediately those words, the 11th grade to 12th grade faith came alive because the revelation of the I am that I had been receiving and gleaning from my husband came so to life because he would always teach and he says it best about the I am and uh, the I am, uh, anything you add to the I am you become. And, you, and, and he just kept teaching that and, and that kept going in my spirit in that moment when he would say, let faith arise in this woman of God. I immediately went to the 12th chapter of Hebrews where it says, I am the author and finisher of your faith. So it was no longer, no, no longer mm. that I don't have any more faith. And the reason why the, I'm not healed or the manifestation of healing is not occurring is because I don't have faith. If he is the author and finisher of my faith, mm. it's going to take him to do this because he writes it out. Mm. And so immediately I just started to think, I started in my spirit, I was like, Father, it's not Delia who is going to rise from this wheelchair. It is the, it is the I am. I am healed. I am whole. I am that I am. I am the author and finisher of your faith. And I immediately began to, to take that on, that, that persona of the I am where the I am would rise within me and little did I know I would rock the I am back and forth, back and forth and rock that I am. I am healed, I am whole, I am what God says that I am. And immediately I just rocked myself out of that wheelchair and then fell. But in that moment, after 22 and a half years, I rose from that chair for a second. That's the power of God. That's the power of God. And it, it is so, it, it, it is, it, something happened in that moment because I was hearing voices. And the voices that I was hearing was like, this isn't really happening. This is in my mind. Uh, you're not really feeling your legs. Uh, all these thoughts were going through my mind, not voices, but thoughts, you know, and I don't want to make you feel creepy or anything, but <laughs> thoughts would go through my yeah. mind. And um, I was sitting here and then I, I and, but a righteous anger, when I got up for that one moment and felt a righteous anger rose up within me mm -hmm. and rose up within me in such a way that I just knew, I said, I am that I am. And I just, as they kept saying, what do you feel? I said, just worship. Because I had to shut down 
these thoughts. I had said, just worship. God has a way of reaching us in the midst of worship that will transform you from that position into the heavenlies, where the heavenlies and earth comes together right in the earthen vessels that we are. And it was so powerful what I had sensed. It was like it was no longer I, but it, me, but it was the I am rising up. And immediately I began to worship and worship to the point where not once did the evangelists say, get up in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. Not once did he try to pull me off the chair, out of the chair, or try to lift me out of the chair or anything like that. But instead, the power of God came in that room in such a mighty way that I immediately arose from that chair. And I knew it was the power of God. And my husband was standing right next to me where it was, we were both believing. And we knew right there and then I really could sense that I had graduated from the 11th chapter of faith to the 12th chapter of faith, where it went from now is, now faith is, now faith is. And it's amazing the way Bishop says it because he always says faith is in between two present terms. Now is. And he's always was telling me it's about present truth faith. Stand up right now. Just stand. Show him how you can stand. This can you move God. easily? This is God. This is God. This is you God. can dance. I can dance. I can dance. Bishop, Bishop. How many years has she been out of the wheelchair now? Well, actually it was 2010 where the miracle took place in Mobile Convention Center, Mobile. And, uh, and so here we are now, six years. Isn't that beautiful? And uh, so uh, the miracle itself, I really believe that one of the frustrations in the body of Christ and the believers that I've seen is that we're trying to get in a room that we're already in. And, and as, as long as you postpone something into the future, you cannot appropriate it in now. Mm -hmm. If you postpone your healing into the future, then you cannot appropriate the healing now. Same as the kingdom of God. We know the kingdom of God is past, present, and future. But there's a present reality of the kingdom when the power of God comes, which is a manifestation of God's kingdom. And so what we saw, this, the miracle, is that we saw God sovereignly, supernaturally intervene where the kingdom of God came in this time-space world and raised Delhi up out of the wheelchair by the miraculous power of the Holy Spirit. And as we were standing there uh, next to Delia, and I can sense the surge of like, Shoo! it was a surge of the power of God. And I felt that. When she began to move and, and come up out of the wheelchair, I knew that God was doing something so miraculously. And I really believe that right now, Brother James, that we are in a season that we're going to begin to see a resurgence mm. of miracles and signs and wonders like we've never seen I before when the body of Christ comes together because we were in an atmosphere of unity, an and atmosphere of love. And it won't be because of some healers, but the healers, right. healers right. on his people right. doing what he does. Yes. Mm. Do you believe, and let me just say, where you are and right here, you may say, God, you know there's something that needs to happen. Let's appropriate that. Yeah. Right where you are, I do believe there are people being healed right where you are all around the world who couldn't stand, you're going to stand. Some of mm. you will fall before mm. your Lord and your face and your carpet of your den or on the hardwood floor mm. or wherever you are, maybe a hotel room, doesn't matter. God, I want to stand up a new person. I want you to pray because people have seen glimpses while you were talking of what was happening. And they have actually seen you dancing as they look at it all over the world. And you've just said a profound truth there. 
the healing and the healer is here in his body. And if his body will do one of the things I think is so important, and that's get connected with the Father's heart, yes. doing the Father's will, yes. and living like his family, and like the body of Christ that looks like Jesus, then we're going to see the miracles that Jesus does through his body yielded to him. You agree yes, with that? Yes, I agree. Would you just pray right now for people all over the world and in this studio that want the touch of God right yes. now in their life? Would you yes. do that? Father, in the name of Jesus, yes. we thank you for the miraculous power of your spirit, yes. even tonight as we share concerning your divine intervention in Delia's life, the raising her up out of the wheelchair after being in the wheelchair for 22 and a half years, atrophy has set in, there's muscles have gone, but the creative power of your spirit raised her up and gave her the miracle and restored her mobility. And now we thank you, Father, the same faith, the faith in you. We put our faith in you and those that are watching this telecast right now. We we thank you, Lord, that the sovereign move of your Holy Spirit and your power intervened. We pray for divine intervention by the power of the Holy Spirit, that the miraculous, that the kingdom of heaven has arrived. The kingdom of heaven has arrived. And now, Lord, it is time that we declare Declare and decree healing in their bodies right now. We command healing, wholeness, well-being. The miracles of God be released in their lives and those that have been believing and trusting you. Father God, we thank you that let faith arise in their hearts and may they connect with the supernatural power of your spirit and we decree you sent your word and you heal them and deliver them from all destruction. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you Amen. just applaud the Amen. greatness of God? Amen. Thank you. He is the same. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you, if you right now want to dial that telephone number that's paid for by love and just say, I want someone to agree with me, or I want to report what just happened. Hmm. I want to report what just happened. Hmm. I want you to shout it around the world what just happened to me. Father, thank you for what you're doing. Uh, Pastor... Thank you. Thank you. Would you say thanks to this beautiful couple that have showed us Jesus and held on to God? You're living amazed, and everyone can. This book is in the bookstores. We're sending it to those of you, and this is what we ask our viewers to do. This is what Dan Cowart talked to you about all the time, how we were pouring God's love out all over the world, and what a joy it is. Listen to me. Right now, and this is our last week, for this emphasis on rescue life, where we're going to get people out of sexual trafficking and get them into a new future. We're going to reach them, we're going to rescue them, and we're going to restore them. And when I say we, it's what we do together. I want you to watch this closely. I think you're going to hear and see, hear through Sheila, see through actual settings, reality. I believe you're going to hear what God wants to heal miraculously through you, and you're the agent of healing. Watch, listen, and please respond as God directs. Human trafficking. It's a multi-billion dollar industry where a trafficked girl can, in some cases, bring $200,000 a year to her owner. The crushing reality is almost two girls are trafficked, mostly children, for sexual exploitation every minute of the day. On this trip to Southeast Asia, I've seen the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Things that no mother ever wants to see. Children trafficked, dragged away from their homes, 
kept prisoner, trapped. But today, I've got to see the other side. I've got to see the great news. What happens when God's people move in and say, no, not on our watch. Here we are at this amazing life center. The children are singing, they're laughing, they're the way children should be. You know, we, we brought you these stories. We told you what happens in the streets of Southeast Asia with children who are just the most vulnerable of, of all. Kids who walk out into the back of a brothel and cry out into the night sky. Is there anybody out there who cares for me? If there is a God, can you see me? And because of our partners here who love God, who are listening to the Holy Spirit, they go in and they answer those cries and they deliver these children literally from the pit of hell and they bring them to green pastures and they introduce them to a God who not only sees them, a God who knows their name, a God who has a plan for them, a God who has a future. The joy that I have seen today makes the darkness that I saw last night fade for just a moment. But there's a lot more need out there. We're gonna do a lot more. Our partners want to expand this. Because the thing is, we're ministering to these kids. We're saying to them, you are a child of the King of Kings. And so we're gonna restore all the broken places inside and introduce you to the one person who can transform everything. The one person who can take your darkest night and shine light into that, and that is the person of Jesus Christ. That is exactly what love has done. Do you know, Betty, when we first built the House of Destiny, we could show the children coming in and we could show them singing and rejoicing and learning how to speak English and other languages and to grow and to develop their little minds. And now we can't show, as you saw there, we couldn't show their faces. Because when the faces are shown, then these children, if they're ever seen, they become targets. And so we're changing their lives, but we can't expose their beautiful little faces so when they go out, they become a direct target. Isn't that tragic? That's how evil the enemy is in his destructive tactics. But Betty, we've seen these children change. Many of them are now teachers in schools. Many of them have their own family and they're teaching them the ways of God. Many of them are school teachers. Some of them are college professors. Some of them are now becoming community leaders. What your love has done has transformed the lives of thousands and thousands of children and women who were trapped, and including boys. So your love never fails. Betty, I think this is one of the most joyful things we've ever done is to set these captives free, and our, our partners have let us do I do too, and it, if, if you could just see the faces, if we could show you the faces of these precious children, when we bring them out of that despair <laughs> and that hopelessness, that they didn't think they'd ever see the light of day again, that anyone would ever offer hope to them again, you would love their smiling faces, but just know that they are in a safe place now because you've reached out, because you've helped life today, and if you know, if you've watched life today very long, you know that we always bring you a need because we care about children all around the world. Well, these children really need some hope delivered to them. Will you help us do that? Will you help us reach out to them and say, we want to take you to a place, a safe place, a place of hope and laughter and joy so that you can be the child that God created you to be. Well, it is your love that makes that happen. And, uh, just as we were able to show you a while ago the glimpses from years ago, how beautiful these children are. That's the transformation power of love. It just totally changes everything. Now, I want you to remember this. This is our last week for this emphasis. We had a miracle $200,000 
matching gift challenge. What you give today can be doubled. Think about this. It takes $128 to rescue a child. If you gave 64, we now have the 128. You give the 128, we rescue two, not one. And then we ask many of you, and frankly, we're gonna to need to see that happen today and through this week. $1,280, we can rescue 10. Now it becomes 20, it's doubled. Would you right now go online or dial the number that others have called because they need prayer, they need hope and help and love? But would you call that number or go online and take your bank card and make the gift God put on your heart? We have some gifts to send you to bless you and help you grow in your relationship with the Lord. But you're going to be bringing great joy and life and hope to some who consider the future totally hopeless. But God, through his love, gives us hope and he gives us help, not just in word, but in deed, in action. Would you please right now get that card? Would you make that transforming call because of love? Thank you for doing it. Thank you so much. Innocent children and young people longing to be loved and cared for are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators. Their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Through Mission Rescue Life, you can reach out to save children vulnerable to sex traffickers. You can help rescue those already enslaved. And you can help restore their lives and give them a future. And now a generous opportunity of a $200,000 matching gift means your gift of $128 to help rescue a child will be matched to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking. And a $32 rescue gift will be doubled to $64. With your gift, we'll send you James Robison's new book, Living Amazed, How Divine Encounters Can Change Your Life. As you read these inspiring stories, you'll learn how to live amazed in the presence of God 24 hours a day. With your gift of $100 or more, you'll receive James' new book, along with the companion Amazed Journal, so you can record accounts in your own life where you are amazed at God's goodness. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children, and you may request our beautiful new Determined Eagle bronze sculpture. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online. I want to just remind you as we say thanks for what you're doing to give life, that living amazed is the way we're supposed to live as the family of God, the family of the ultimate father. And we'll be glad to send it to you to say thank you. Also there on the website is the name of the church where Pastor Knox is the bishop. And also you, you'll see right there the website where they have information that is very, very inspirational and helpful concerning the miraculous that God is so anxious to perform so freely all over the world through his body, through his church. Would you join Betty and me in saying again, thank you so much for this incredible testimony. Thank all of you. Thank you so much for watching and thank you for helping us share life. In Jesus' name. Thank you.
attention to that thought, my first husband's a little jealous. Best-selling female comedian of all time, Shonda Pierce, tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.